Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for a few minutes, about 13 minutes or so. And in doing so, that helps us to stay focused on our relationship with God and our souls, on eternity, to have a better mindset to be able to deal with whatever life throws at us each day. But it also helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because, as we keep emphasizing, the scriptures tell us that faith comes by hearing the word of God. You know people in your life who need to change their focus. They need to grow in their faith. Help them by by sharing these short studies with them. You probably know some within your own family who really need to change and turn to God. Help them again by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means, but share with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with everybody you can. What a great blessing it will be to help somebody get to heaven by getting them into God's word through sharing these short studies with them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment, make up your mind, and follow through and start sharing today. Well, we're coming up in a period of time when people start thinking about, well, at least to some degree, their relationship with God. They think about thankfulness and what they have to be thankful for. It's unfortunate that we have to be stimulated only a few times a year to turn our attention to God and maybe actually turn to him in prayer when maybe for almost all of the rest of the year, God really is not in our head much. We don't take time to pray. We don't get into his word. We hardly ever attend a church service anywhere, worshiping him or studying his word. But I'm thankful for those times when people are stimulated by holidays or by periods of time when things kind of motivate us, stimulate us to start to stop and and, and think about, well, you know, I do have some things to be thankful for. Maybe you fall into that group of people who really don't think that much about what you have to be thankful for most of the time. You may not be very deep in your thinking about all of the blessings that God bestows upon you. Are there good things in your life? James tells us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. If you have things that are truly good in your life, they're blessings from God. You need to be thankful for those. But you need to recognize those as being blessings before you can be truly thankful. So many of us, we just focus mostly on the negatives in life. We think how bad it is, how hard we have it, and so on. I remember a friend relating a story to me many years ago about a man and his family who was stopped by a policeman in the city of Chicago on Thanksgiving Day, no less, for some kind of traffic violation. After some discussion, the policeman asked the man if he had anything to be thankful for. Well, it was Thanksgiving Day. The man answered in the affirmative, yes, I have things to be thankful for. The policeman responded to the man's statement by saying, you need to be thankful that I'm not going to give you a traffic ticket today. (laughs) I'm pretty sure 
that man was thankful that the policeman did not give him a traffic ticket. Well, being stopped by a policeman is not something that would ordinarily stimulate feelings of thanksgiving in your heart. But if you were guilty of some traffic violation, you surely would be thankful if the policeman let you go with just a warning, wouldn't you? Of course you would. At least you should. We often get down in the mouth over something we perceive to be a big negative, and it can be almost anything. It just really seems in our focus of thinking to be something really bad, really a negative. To someone else, it might not seem like that big a deal, but, but to us, it's huge. We might let it get us down and keep us down for days or even weeks, or it may just cloud our mindset and our thinking to become negative for a long period of time. It can taint our general outlook and we end up developing a negative mindset about everything as a result of whatever that one thing is that we think is so bad. Nothing much looks very good to us anymore. Well, let me ask you, do you have anything to be thankful for? Do you have anything to be thankful for? Well, let's reflect a, a little bit. Just in case you're groping around in some dark pit of despair, let me remind you of some things for which you can be thankful right now and maybe see your life in a different light. Do you have two feet and two legs? If you do, you can be thankful for those two feet and two legs. If you're not crippled, you can be thankful that you're not crippled. If you can walk around, even if it's somewhat difficult at times, you can be thankful that you can walk because there are a whole lot of people out there who they're missing a foot or a leg or maybe two feet, maybe two legs. There are so many people out there who are crippled, they can't get around on their own and walk. But if you can, you can be thankful for that. Think what someone who is paralyzed or has no legs would give to be able to walk as you can. Are you thankful? Even if you have trouble walking much of the time, walking as well as you can would be a blessing beyond words for somebody who cannot walk at all. It is also a blessing for you. But maybe you're just taking that blessing for granted. Can you see? Can you see? How blessed you are if you can see. I know a brother in Christ who is a gospel preacher who has been blind virtually from birth. He literally travels the world spreading the gospel, particularly to the blind. Now, he probably does not remember any time in his life because it was in the it was in the nursery in the hospital after his birth I believe that he lost his sight. Imagine imagine how thrilled he would be if he woke up one morning and opened his eyes and he could see the beauties of God's natural creation. Oh, the green trees, the green grass, the beautiful flowers of various colors and types in the garden. If he could look around the bedroom in his home and see the different colors of the paint and the pictures hanging on the wall. If he could walk out of the bedroom and 
see his wife for the very first time, visually, standing in the kitchen fixing breakfast. A meal that now he could see with his eyes rather than just having to feel with his fingertips. How thrilled he would be. You might wear thick glasses. You might consider that a handicap. But you know, if he could wear thick glasses and see, (laughs) what a blessing, what a blessing that would be for him. You can see. Are you thankful? Now, are you going to enjoy a good meal today? It may not be your absolute highest choice of what you'd like to eat, but have you got food to eat? Have you got the money to buy some food? What a blessing that would be to thousands of people who have no money. They do not have much in the way of food, if at all. They kind of live from day to day or maybe just a couple days to a couple days. You have food to eat. What a blessing to thousands, maybe millions, who now are going through starvation. Do you have a home to live in? Well, if you have a home to live in, however humble it might be, what a blessing that would be for refugees throughout much of the world who have left their homes behind and have no real place to live. Are you thankful? Are you thankful for your food? Are you thankful for your home? We could think of a hundred other blessings that we could take for granted, and so often we do. We have so much for which to be thankful, especially in this country in which we live. God has blessed our land so abundantly and blessed us to live here. Are you thankful? Are you thankful? But you know, more than anything, we should be thankful that God loves us so much to have sent his son to the cross to pay the price for the guilt of our sins with his own life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3 and verse 16. But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 and verse 8. Are you thankful for the blessing of a Savior who loves you that much to have sacrificed his own life on the cross, to have died physically so that you might live eternally? Are you thankful for God who loves you that much to have sent his son to that cross to give you the opportunity to be forgiven and redeemed in spite of your sinfulness? Through the blood, through the life of his own son taken on that cross. You have things to be thankful for, don't you? Are you thankful? We're going to get into a more detailed study beginning next time. But I wanted to begin by way of introduction, talking about trying to stimulate you to start thinking about all for which you truly 
have to be thankful. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as the giver of all blessings. We thank you for being so gracious and so merciful, so loving, so kind, so benevolent to have blessed us so much in so many ways and so, on such an ongoing basis. But Father, the greatest of all blessings is forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. Thank you for loving us so much that you sent him to that cross on our behalf. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you. Oh, help us to see all for which we have to be thankful. Praise be to you, Father. We pray for forgiveness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.